Hi, it's Andy, and welcome to the Hills Church Podcast. Our hope is that this will help your life and inspire your faith. Thanks again for checking us out. And then this morning, I wanted to talk to us about the word called faith. Somebody say faith. These are all very active today. It's fantastic. And I can see you all as well. There's good lighting in here today. Let's give Jason a wee cheer as well. Actually, for helping us up in the sound desk. Phillips up there too. Let's give him a wee cheer. Uh, would not be, there would be no us without you. Yes? Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, it's always the band that gets the glory, you know what I mean, like, I'm kidding, uh, they were fantastic. So we're going to talk this morning for a few minutes about faith. Anyone ever heard of faith? Did everybody know that we live in the northwest of Ireland? Do we all, are we all aware of that? We are, that's good, we're, we're all functioning today, we're waking. But the truth is, I have a lot of conversations with people, and would you agree with me that it's fair to say across the board that people are kind of fed up with the word church and religion. I, I think it's a good thing, and my kids, will, like, I, I, I missed, missed the worst part of that in our, in our country and all that's going on right now if you watch the news. But the truth is, pe- people are a little bit packed up with the whole religion thing. Um, they're kind of done with church, they're, they're kind of fed up with it. But everybody will say this, that faith's still good. Good a wee bit of faith. That's what they'll say. I had a conversation this week with a painter. Um, a man, he's painting our doors for us um, in the house. I finally copped on that me painting the doors would mean that the hinges would be white, that the floor would be white, and that I would be white. So it's better to get a painter on. But we were having this conversation, and he didn't really know, but I was sitting at the table working on today's message about faith. And he said to me, you know, that, you know, I'm done with religion, but I'm all about faith. Faith is a good thing. Yes, it's, 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 it's a positive thing in our culture. People will talk about it. But, it, but in essence, what, what I really believe is, I, I don't believe people really are as much disconnected from it as we think. I think more people out there are thinking about faith in God than you realize. I, I shared last weekend about my journey, and if you missed the message, jump in and get on a podcast. I talked about me of a mountain and how I'd been thinking and thinking and thinking about God. And, and in truth, if you had met me before I got converted, gave my life to God, started this relationship with Jesus, which I'm going to give you an opportunity to do today, I would have been one of the people that you would have said, no, nah, will not give him a Bible verse. Yeah? I, I was just a wee bit of a, still am, because I can't even stand still for crying out But you know what I mean. I wasn't the kind of person you would approach and went like, hey, you're thinking about God. More people, I believe, than ever before are searching for God. More people search the words like faith, Jesus, than ever before. People are searching things like contentment, what's my purpose, than ever before. I forget the numbers, but you can Google it yourself. How many people are, just ask Google how many people, it'll show you. People are searching for this stuff. People are searching for the ingredient that we already have. And this is what the Bible says this morning, just to help us unpack this small and short conversation. Now it says 30 seconds in the timer, Philip. Did 25 minutes just go past? There's no way. Is there? No, we're all good. I'm like, what was I out of? Did I just take that whole church in a convert? Do you know like you're driving down the road? Do you ever drive down the road and you wonder how you got there? Is that just, is that just what happened? <laughs> now faith is confidence and what we hope for, an assurance about what we do not see. 
This is what the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed by God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. And then it goes on down to say, we're going to talk about this in a little moment, by faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. We're going to read verse 31 in just a little moment. God, we just pray this morning. Is that okay, church, we pray? We just pray, God, in these next few minutes. Would you encourage us? Would you speak to us? Um, God, would you do what only you can do? Would you inspire people? Would you encourage people today? In Jesus' name, and we all said... Amen. We all very good prayers this morning. I grew up on a farm. Anyone know that? Anyone know that I sound a wee bit country? I know. I know I sound snobby and posh. That's just the area I'm from. But we grew up on a farm, and I, I loved it. It was, it was a great way to bring up a, a child like Andy, anyway, that's just sort of like that. And um, I, I was just, I was a kid who was involved in everything, probably now seeing my son, Ralph, I was in my father's way all the time, uh, or my mum's, or whoever. And, um, but out in the farm, certainly, my dad and my father. But when it came to silage time, anyone know what silage time is? Probably people that don't know, there's actually a thing out there called grass men. That people, by the way, watch videos of people cutting grass. Just saying, that's a thing. Um, and that's a thing that I do with my son, Ralph. And for some reason, I find myself sitting there watching people cut grass. I mean, whatever. Um, but the truth is, silage time was a big time for us, the time we had to cut the grass, and it was like, you know, you were wired up for silage time, it was like, and I got to go with the guys in the tractor, I got to sit in the back of a tractor, bouncing all day long, sitting in there for my life, banging my head off the window, you know, it was just like, it was borderline suicidal, really. Um, but some of the things we got up to in the farm were 110% what my children will not be doing, because that is way too dangerous, they'll not be driving quad bikes, the guy did. All of a sudden they are. I mean, whatever. Uh, they'll not be doing things like I used to do. But one of the things we used to do was whenever the silage was being cut, we would get up into the trailer so, so safe. If my father gets arrested after the service, sorry about that. that. Um, but but uh, health and safety guys land in helicopters and take you away. But um, uh, we, 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 would have, we, we had these, we, we, you have a small, you have a tractor, you have a trailer, and you have a harvester that fills the trailers and we would jump up in the trailers because it was a way long distance three miles wow so long uh, to get back to the silage pit and we would have got up in and we would have jumped on the grass to tighten in the load it was like what we did we just jumped in tightened put more grass in which is so safe because you got this harvester lifting the grass and the stones and everything else and shooting them under you and you know at any point at all you could have died you know literally and then you would uh, stay maybe if you'd uh, been lucky enough dad didn't see us then uh, one of the tractor drivers would, wouldn't have minded if we had stayed in the trailer. And that was really safe because you basically were at the pearl of a 16-year-old lunatic young man who would freewheel a two-wheel drive tractor with really bad steering and zero brakes down hills till you got back to the pit and then they would have tipped you out and you got the adrenaline rush and been tipped out of the silage pit. Give me a wee cheer for that. <laughs> There's no barriers beats that. I'm telling you. If you want an adrenaline rush, it is unbelievable. But the truth is, Faith is a wee bit about putting back your senses. And when it comes to following God, and this short thought this morning, it kind of helped me out this, that there's a wee part of faith that takes you to be naive. When we were kids, we were naive. Would you agree with that? Anyone else agree that they were naive when they were kids? Let me say this again. 
Does anyone else get, every year you get a little bit older, you realize you were so much more na naive the year before? I mean, I'm getting to 40 now and I'm realizing, wait, it's taken me 40 years to realize that? I mean, will that be the same when I'm 50? Help me out. Yes. I said, actually. <laughs> I mean, here we go. We may just retire now. Um, uh, the truth is, though, that we'd, we were totally kind of unaware of the dangers. We were unaware that there was going to, at any point, there could have been a stone or a steel blade come through that machine and maybe just literally wipe one of us out. And we were unaware of the danger of a trailer with a really dodgy hitch on behind a dodgy tractor with dodgy steering and no brakes, freewheeling at a ridiculous speed down a hill, that we could have died at any moment, been tipped out onto a silo, that we could have been slammed by the door. We were totally naive to the whole thing. But we got the full experience. It was all duck or no dinner in our house. But the truth is, when it comes to following God, it is totally not like that at all. But in some ways it is. It's dangerous following God. It's, it's exciting following God. When I say danger, why? Because there's a part of it where you've got to push past your senses. You've got to push back to what makes sense to experience the fullness of anything. Well, let's just say the fullness of God. So the reality is, I'm the kid who got to experience that, that my kids will never experience that, just so you all know. Are we agreeing? They will not be doing that, sir. No, sir. We're going to send a drone up and watch them every way. We're not going to watch them until they're 40. I mean, we're not going to be that controlling. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, whatever. Um, but, but, but the truth is, I, I, I got to experience some crazy things. I mean, we, we, were just little, we were just crazy kids. The tractors, then we grew up into big boys, and we were 15, and then you are 16. 16 years old when you live in the country is the best day of your life. You get your tractor license. John knows he went to school in a tractor. I mean, I took two silage trailers and a tractor to my school one time and couldn't get turned, so they had to knock a wall down to let me turn on the hockey pitch. Um, that was kind of the way we rolled. I mean, we used to free wheel down the hill to see how fast we could go through Dunhamana. I mean, you go past the shop in Dunhamana about 50 mile an hour in this Leyland tractor with a slurry tanker full of water just to give you more weight to get through, and you were a hero. Um, with no brakes, may I add, and very little steering. But my goodness, we had fun. My goodness, it was exciting. My goodness, we had a good old crack growing up, and by the grace of God, I am still alive today. I know, my mother's shocked. But following God is kind of like you've got to step past your senses to experience the fullness of God. And up until my journey of walking with God and uh, starting a relationship with Jesus, I, I, I had to push past what made sense in the natural to experience the supernatural. And I don't know about your story today. I don't know about where you're at today. Um, I, I, I don't know every single thing about you. And this may be a little bit too simple this morning, and I'm, I'm going to apologize uh, if it is. But, but I, I want to just say this, that what, 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 what journey are you on with faith? Where on the scale are you in faith? Because we're all on it somewhere. Yes? Uh, for some of us, we have, uh, well, okay, talking about faith. Faith in Jesus Christ. That's what I'm talking about, just to clarify. Faith in Jesus. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is a personal Savior. He's planned a purpose for you and I. Everyone on planet Earth. God loves everybody. He wants to journey with me and you. Because it's not about a religion, it's about a relationship. But what spectrum are you on? in the faith scale. I went upstairs to try and get a practical illustration, but it did not work out for me to demonstrate this because it just dawned on me when we were doing worship. But anyway, maybe we'll do it the next time we talk about faith. But 
what, what's, what, what, where are you at? Are you on the scale of, hey, I, I, I'm like Andy 15 years ago, um, knew about it, knew how to take the step. Are you like, you're just about to take the step? Are you here this morning, you're going like, is he going to do that prayer again where I get an opportunity to say yes for the first time or reconnect my life to God? Or are you just like so far on the road, where, wherever you are down the road, you might be down the road that you have been on this road for years. The, the truth is, regardless of what level or spectrum you're on in the faith journey, today it's good to remind it that the one thing that is really good about having faith in God, it's not like having faith, blind faith, like Andy Gamble on a tractor and a trailer because my faith and my hope really was on blind air. Your faith this morning is secured, sealed, and a name and a person and his name is Jesus. It is a good thing to have faith in. Be reminded today that your faith is secure. You don't open a ceiling, you don't open a, 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 a thing way, a, a, a model, a, ch a church building, your, your hope, your faith this morning is not in the hills church, it's not in the preach, it's not, it's in Jesus Christ who is not dead but he is alive. Yes? So it is a good thing to have faith. But wherever you're at on the faith journey, there's always an element where you've got to take the next step in it. So regardless on what season you're in or what stage you're at in the faith thing, there's always the next step. God always wants us to take steps into the unknown because faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So there's always something for you. So for a little second to the people out there this morning that are on the journey with God for a long time, well, what do you mean, Andy, about my faith? Like, what, what, what is really? Well, the truth is that, that, that God has more for you. It's not a good thing. God wants to take you to more exciting places, to bigger places than you could ever dream or imagine. But it's going to require you to have faith. What area do you need to have faith in then? Is it to give? Is it to do something? Is it to step out? Is it to go on a trip? Is it to get baptized? Is it to bless someone? Is it to pray about something? Is it for God's provision? I met someone this week and they said, should I pray for my family and myself? I said, absolutely. Is it to pray for our community and what's going on right now? You've got to, got to look at the news and things like, you know. There's always things going on that we can get involved in spiritually. But it takes a little bit of faith. But God said to you this morning, take faith, for I am with you. Never will I leave you, nor I forsake you. Faith the size of a mustard seed can move a mountain, the Bible says. So we're in good hands. Yes, it's good to have faith this morning. Happy days, we're all agreeing. But then, the reality is this, that the bridge between religion and relationship, because at the very start I said religion is something that's kind of not overly positive looked at. The gap between the two of them is having a religion or having a relationship are two different things, because having a relationship, God wants to know you personally. But the faith between those two, the gap between those two is faith. All good? Going to move on because we're going to land the plane. Faith is a good thing. But who is faith for? Faith is for everyone. And this is how I can prove it. Is everyone reading Glorify? Are you all connected to Glorify? Hey, we have a thing called Glorify. It's a daily app where it's a daily devotion. It's what we follow as a church. If you'd love a free year's membership, we'd love to text to you. Just fill out our connect thing, the little things in the seats. Connect, connect with us online. Let us know. We'll, we'll uh, get, get, send you a code 
and get you on it. But this week's been about faith. It's been funny that we were talking this morning about faith and then glorifies about faith. But on Thursday, the reading was one verse. I think Thursday or maybe Friday. And the verse was this. Hebrews 11, verse 31. By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed for those who were disobedient. The truth is this, regardless on who you are or where you're from, regardless in your past, regardless in how jacked up you think you may be, regardless in how wrong you think you have went, Jesus still died for you. No, 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 no matter how far you think you're off track, the Bible actually says it's by faith that you're saved. It is by faith and His grace that God comes into your life. It's the measurement of faith. So here we have a prostitute. Let me tell you this much. You might be doing bad, but she was on the right old bad road. You could kind of put her on the... Yeah? And maybe you're here today and you're thinking... And uh, you do not know what I've done, sir. You don't even know what I'm currently doing. Well, I really don't know what you're currently doing. Because I really don't. God does, though. But that's still okay. Jesus died and rose again for me and for you. So regardless in your past, regardless in what thing in your head that keeps you from stepping in to taking a step of faith with God, I'm talking today to Christians. There's Christians in the room, this room today, and you have got to repent, turn around, and follow Jesus. Is that okay for me to say that? Or is that a wee bit too much? There's some of us in the room, and maybe me included, where I ain't got all my ducks in a row as a follower of Jesus. Victoria is nodding, going, I know. That's kind of joking, but I don't. And maybe some of us today is a time where we got to go, hey, this faith measure came to church today and I kind of got scolded, maybe is the word I could use, but hey, it got nothing to do with scolding, it's just the way it is. God wants you to walk in unity and align with Him. And it's a good thing today to be reminded that you're not, if anyone's going to judge you in this church, well, they're not going to because it's just not the way we roll here. You, you just got to get it sorted out, man, or woman, whoever you are, and just get on your hands and knees today. And go, go, I'm sorry, I need your help. Come and speak to me. I'll get a coffee with you, and I will race you. If you're a person who's made mistakes, I'll beat you in the race. Victoria's also saying amen. I ain't got this whole thing sorted out, but God wants to get you back on track with him and put your faith back in him. Yes? Not on a situation, not on whatever, back in Jesus. Here we have a prostitute who was saved, who was accepted, but not from what she did or what she didn't do, but was by faith that she was accepted into Jesus Christ. So for that room, that's the, that's the conversation. For the room that have walked away from God and that distance themselves, and you know what, you walk with God a while, and you kind of experienced a while, and you kind of had it a wee while, and you know, I was on this, and was on the track, and you know what, today is a day where you can reignite your faith in Jesus Christ. How good is that? Maybe for all of us, we need to do that today. 
get back in, get back on fire, get back set, let's get reset, let's get reconnected, let's get back to, because we're, we're, we're standing here today and we're remembering the good old days when we used to read our Bible, when we enjoyed worship and we enjoyed going to church and it's gone dry and steel. Today is the day that you can get reconnected and back on fire with God. Maybe I'm just excited, I could get a skipping rope. And then the last group of people, as you're here today and you have not said yes to Jesus the first time, for whatever reason is I do not know. Well, it's simple. Today's your day. Today's your day. I can barely even see you, but I know there's people out there. Listen to this message. I don't even know who you are. Whatever the person is, whatever the journey is, today is the day where you can take a step of faith. As the band comes up this morning, I just want to leave you with one question. What step of faith do you need to take? You see, the Bible talks about having a childlike faith. Childlike faith. And like me as a child, when, don't worry, it's just some girls going out to get the sausage ready. Let's get them we cheer, actually. Why don't we do that? There, now. You didn't sneak, ladies. You didn't sneak. Because the whole place just looked at you, so anyway. You said, all right, you could have let the, we get the light on the next day. Remember, we're going to tell me to pretend that. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you excited about leading, leading worship in France, John? It's all, we need video evidence of John leading, leading it in France, don't we? Un, deux, trois, un, deux, trois. There we go, we're all laughing. But hey, seriously though. What step of faith do you need to take? As we close, you know your journey. You know the season of life you're in. You know what it is. You know where you're at. I have no clue. But I know that God is speaking to probably every single person listening to this message right now. Because this isn't from me. I believe this is from God. What step do you need to take? What is it? Is it to turn? Is it to turn from a way that's not the best way to live? Is it to start a journey with God? Is it to reconnect your life to God? What is your step? But as you're seated right now before you stand, can I pray for you? Yeah? Hey, close your eyes. I'm going to pray right now. God, we pray, and I pray, God, right now, for any person that's listening to this message, be it in this room right now, God, or online. I just pray, God, would you give them the confidence and the courage to take whatever step of faith it is that you want them to take. I pray, God, that you would speak to people today, that, God, you would... I, I believe, God, there's people that's hearing this message, God, that's going to get get out of a pit that they're in, a, a, a trap they're in, or whatever that may be, God. A prison doesn't need to have bars, God, to feed in prison. I pray, pray people are going to get released today in Jesus' name. Restore, God, build, heal. I pray, God, that people are going to come to faith. Listen to this message. People are going to reconnect their life to God. Listen to this message, God. Give them the courage, God, to take a childlike faith. Like a young man, God, in a tractor. And I know it was a stupid story I said a while ago, God, but to make a point, God, that you want us to experience the fullness of you. And to experience that, God, it requires us to take, it requires us, God, to take a step of faith. So give people a little confidence today, Lord, to take that step, whatever step that is, in Jesus' name. And we all said, amen. Hey, will you stand with me this morning as we close today's service?
Hey, just before we, uh, we're going to sing one more song right now, and we do this every single week, and we're never going to stop doing this. For some reason, we stopped doing that for a church over summer, over last year. I, I don't know why we did that, and apologies. But we, we want to give you the opportunity today to say yes to Jesus, and here's a starter pack. If you want a Bible, basically, and that, there's some things to help you in the next stage. But this is how we do it. We say the prayer together, and the words are going to be on the screen. Are we going to do it together? Brilliant. This week, I'll start us. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In your name, amen. Okay, with every eye closed in this room, just really quick, every single eye closed, the band behind me and the sound desk up behind. Are you here today and you need to say yes for the first time? Or you need to, you know what, recommit your life to God. It's the step of faith that you need to take today. Is that you today? Would you give me a wave or a nod or something? Thank you, sir. That's very brave. Is there anyone else here today? You know what? Thank you, ma'am. You're brave. That's so good. Is there anyone else here today that needs to say yes to God? You know what? Today is your day. Your hands are sweating. And this is not really making sense. Is it you today? Thank you so much. Is there anyone else today that needs to take that step of faith? Thank you so much. I see your hand. Is there anyone else today? Just before we close. So God, we just pray for every person today that just responded. Don't we, church? We thank you for them, God. We thank you for the step of faith that they've taken, God. Uh, God, I, I may not have seen someone today, but God, you have. And I pray, God, as they've taken to this step today, it would be the most exciting step they've ever taken in their life. In Jesus' name, bless them. And we all said, Amen. Hey, thanks again for checking out the Hills Church podcast. Hey, if this message has inspired or encouraged you in any way, why don't you share it with a friend? Hi, as well as that, we meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. at the Waterside Theatre, and we'd love to see you at one of our services. But hey, thanks again for checking out the podcast. Why don't you subscribe to our channel?